De, de, de Colores Radio. like 18 times already because we're official we're a grown bench that's what our quinceanera means Talk that to him. we're we're capable of doing things on our own which is a lot of weird patriarchal underlying things in a quinceanera but it's okay so <laughs> leave me alone yeah. dad <laughs> isn't that exciting <laughs> so thank you as always for listening i'm your host eva arreguin and with me is one of my favorite people ralph rafael tamayo What's good? What's up? <laughs> How many times did you do that this weekend, though? Way too many. I think I scared some of the, All the people. some of the good people it's over okay, there. It's okay. It's okay. So, <clears throat> how are you? Are you recovered? Hell no. <laughs> but I'm still here. We That's good. Good. That's important. We're yeah. we're still making it. So, as you all probably already know, a lot has been happening, not only in the world but also for us as de colores. However, before we jump into that, I feel something really pressing me right now. Uh-oh. You seem worried. Can I ask you something? Are we recording? We're recording, right? We're recording. You know what? Whatever. Let's go. But I want you to listen really closely. Okay. I'm going to ask you about something super private. Something to really give our listeners an insight into our personal energy. Okay. Into how we are feeling right now, into the reality of our existence. That's right. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, was that that was pretty good. good. Yeah, that was good. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for meme mood. Yippee. <clears throat> I don't even have the music. Oh. But go on. Sh- I, I will share mine. The, this is your Rafa. Give us your meme mood. <laughs> um, so I had several in mind. Um, now I'm having I, I'm having trouble like picking the right one, but I think I'll go with a classic. Um, I don't know if you've even seen this. This is old. This is probably more like a YouTube video. It's okay. a 10 second YouTube video. It's a cat fail. Oh, Jesus. It's where it's like a French bakery, and it's like this nice little cinematic shot of the front door and their f- their front glass door is open <laughs> but there's a cat running across the sidewalk and he doesn't see the glass door Aww. so he just like rams into it and it's like loud because you know the commercial or whatever is all peaceful and scenic and then you right. see this cat running across and getting surprised like by cat? a glass door yeah i do you feel surprised by the glass door yeah just smacked by a glass door Damn, I'm sorry. I thought it was going to be an okay me mood this week. No, it's no? 
still shitty. I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess I feel woke now. Uh oh, you feel awoken so, by the first of all. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so I need to see that video. I feel like I never know yours, and I just feel lame because I'm like, oh, yeah. it's because I'm old. Uh, he kept telling everybody that this weekend that I'm like some ageist binge and I'm not at all and then everybody's like not even they agree with me they're like oh yeah you're right she's not being ageist and then he's like yeah she is a lot of people agreed with me though because they were old too yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah see proof case say, in point I didn't say it was a bad thing you're just literally in your 30s which I think is a great age apparently it's better than 20 something 30s than 20 I'm into it my man Ho said that I support I support everybody um so my mean mood I definitely have a lot of weird emotions Mm -hmm. and we'll get into them more later um but I'm mostly feeling okay which is cool because I haven't really felt super okay in a long time (laughs) so I kept seeing videos of that cow I can't think of the name of that like Mexican cow that dances, the inflatable oh, cow, uh, it's like a Pudala or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Lala, Lulu. No, I don't think it's Lala's. It's it's like some other cow, and they just work it out to some music in the grocery stores. It's really inspiring, and I think that's my me mood because I want to be like the cow and just live my best life and dance it out in front of all these people, give them joy. So there was okay. a recent video that came out, so that's why I thought of that. Yeah. But that is my me mood for this week. That's a good but one. But Stereo Fest just happened. It was incredible. Um, <coughs> that is the video. You found it, Pat. Um, should we jump into the chat about Podcast Stereo now or later? Um, your call. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I think later. Later? I think I want to warm up to it. Okay, well, yeah. But we had an experience also prior where we visited the Dallas Morning News. Kind of yeah, a that was deal. fun. Yeah. It, ha- it feels like it was a long time ago, but it was only it a couple does. weeks ago. It does. It was like, what, last week? A week and a half ago? A week and a half ago. Two yeah. weeks, maybe. About a week ago. Oh, Lord <laughs> Jesus. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. I think that was really special to me. Um, so, y'all will be seeing a story soon. I don't know what day. But if you're interested, we have posted the link to the episode we recorded with some fellow awesome uh, people of color podcast here in Dallas, which is don't do don't <coughs> do bullshit radio, don't DDBS radio, and CYC podcast, which is cabronas y chingonas. I always want to <laughs> mix it up, and I love yeah. them dearly, and I'm sorry I always <laughs> do that. But both really great shows highlighting a lot of um, queer issues, people of color issues, media representation, lots of really cool stuff. So we did that. We had a little interview with them, and then they got a little photo shoot. I know y'all saw that picture on Instagram of me and Rafa <laughs> looking like we know something or something. So those are going to be really cool. That was really fun. Um, kind of surreal. I don't know if you have feelings on that. It was cool. It was fun to see um, people come together um, and really like you know, chop it up. I felt really, like, it felt like we were just hanging out. You it know was, like, mean? beautiful energy in the room, though. Yeah, it was. Like, like w- we the conversation, yeah, like it was an actual flowing. conversation. Yeah, so it didn't, it didn't feel like so much of a performance. I mean, I'm not saying that whenever we record perform. it feels that way, but it was Trust like, me. yeah. <laughs> I wish. I'm not dramatic at all. Yeah, I've never um, been dramatic in my life. Yeah, so. Oh. <laughs> but it, it felt very natural, and, like, the chemistry was dope. We were just vibing out and talking, and it was really cool. Y'all I should definitely check it out if you haven't already. It's <clears> from the hip. Uh, brought to you by Guide Live and the Dallas Morning News. And our episode, I think, is called uh, 
blanking right now, but we are posting links so you can find it on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. any of it. It's really fun. Totally check it out. I love it. It warms my heart. Yeah, shout out so to Don for holding us down. Shout out to on Don that. and Tyler Hicks. Yeah, yeah for with sure. Dallas Morning News. For good people, really good people. Getting some recognition by important people. Um, more stuff, more cool stuff is approaching soon, but before we jump into the story of Podcast Video <coughs> and all that, we will jump into our next segment. That's right. It's time for El Jugo de Juice. The cheese man, it always feels like right after we finish recording, a million more things happened. And then I feel like crap because I'm like, I didn't It's just going to keep this. on happening. Uh, this world so, is going to keep burning. Okay, well, there's the positivity for the show. Yippee! Um, but we always want to <coughs> remind people that however difficult it is to keep up, like we obviously care about these issues. And we're going to try and keep it light since the holidays are approaching, even though nothing's light in the news area right now. Um, but we also don't want to forget important things like Puerto Rico still needs help. Flint still doesn't have clean water. Um, and that there's no such thing as an illegal human being. Um, another quick reminder that last year, I saw this on a Twitter post. Last year on Thanksgiving, the indigenous people were being tortured with dogs, illegal scare tactics being run. This is literally quote for quote a Twitter tweet from Lil Native Boy, so don't think I wrote this at all. Um, but they were tortured with dogs, illegal scare tactics being run over by angry white people, all to protect our water. And this year on Thanksgiving, they are now cleaning up which what was the 200,000 gallon oil spill on South Dakota, which was the South Dakota pipeline. So if you don't realize the history of Thanksgiving, you should know by now if you listen to this damn podcast, I tell you every time not to trust these people and that this freaking country was founded on um, on murder and all the terrible things that are still happening to indigenous people, people of color, the system still rules the same way. So Thanksgiving is a really complicated holiday in general. Because as a kid, you learn, like, turkeys and hams and sweet, loving meals. And then as an adult, or, like, once you realize the history of this country, you're like, oh, shit, it's really shitty. And it's just being colonized and all these terrible things, and you feel like crap. Um, so it's just really complicated. And so whenever I think of Thanksgiving, I like to think of it as just being grateful for, like, what you have. Um, not so much any connection to the pilgrims or the natives or any of that crap because a lot of that is still happening and fuck the pilgrims. Um, I said it. So uh, <laughs> we will FTP. get into the juice. Yeah. <laughs> FTP, F the pilgrims. Like pilgrims. Um, <laughs> there you go. Brought to you by <coughs> Pat. Um, let's start really, really brightly. Um, so last time we had an episode, we were talking about, who was it? Pick one. Harvey? Harvey Weinstein. It was Harvey Weinstein that was getting most of the light, I think. Right. And there were a few more allegations. I say allegations, but they're truths. Um, Kevin so Spacey. Kevin Spacey had just happened as well. Yeah. And then literally, I believe the next night was when Louis, Louis C.K., I was calling him Louis, but. Louis. Louis C.K.'s news came out. Um, Roy Moore followed shortly after or maybe at the same time and then Charlie Rose and then there's more and more and more. Basically, 
We've said it before. I'm going to let Rafa say it. The three words. I can't say that. You can say it. I can't You've say it. You've said it before. No, I, I don't. S- what is it? What is it? I always follow it by something do else. Whatever you have to do. Well, and then I don't want to go in on the specifics of how these men are trash. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, like all of this news, like as a, I like to think of myself as a, as a strong male role model for my nephews. Mm-hmm. I like to think that I have some strong ra- male role models in my life. Okay. You know, my father, some of my, my, my uncles, my brothers, um, and so when you see shit like this go down, you get angry because, you know, we understand, like, for the most part, the dynamic of the world that we live in with, you know, the people that we share our community with. And, like, some of the shit that these people are doing, like, the whole Louis C.K. thing, like, that that was crazy to me because, like, he was honestly almost like a hero to me you know mm-hmm. i'm a huge comedy fan i was yeah, a huge like yeah i was a huge fan of his comedy and so now like knowing that and then feeling like you have to go back through every one of his jokes and you're like oh shit that just it's not even funny anymore like that disgusting. shit is just weird yeah. like some of that stuff is like come on bro like did you really have to take it there and it's just it's just crazy. I mean, I always tell y'all <laughs> just let the world burn and let it end already, but you know, it's it's hard when you know some of these prominent figures that you know a lot of us kind of rely on for, you know, the social zeitgeist of, you know, whatever it is, comedy, humor, entertainment, um are Politics, actually news. any of that, like literally everything that that involves our society um just sucks. Yeah, um, there's so much to be said, and I keep saying this every week with this, just because, to put it simply, it's all the system working in the male's favor. Something that's irritating to me is how, I'll say a lot of white feminism has been supporting these people that are being outed. So, like, there was the SNL women, apparently, that were in support of the person, Al Franken, I believe, Mm -hmm. that was accused, and they were saying... We've all worked with him, and he's never done anything to us. It doesn't matter if he didn't do anything to y'all. He still did this to other people, so fuck off. Like, why do you even have to say anything? Why can't you just shut up, believe the women, and then you can deal with however you have to process that somebody you know is shitty. And the thing is, is that this isn't just, like, creepy old white guys. This is throughout the world that men constantly abuse and take advantage of women because they can because that's how this world is set up to benefit the man that's what a patriarchy is and our religion as mexicanos a lot of time catholicism is fully embedded with it and that's a really hard concept to process but that's what it is where the man is praised and does everything and literally is the only one that can lead a church but we have to be quiet and accept whatever's given to us and so that's a no, whole nother argument, so I don't mean to, like, ruffle any feathers there. Like, I obviously grew up practicing Catholicism and all that. But it's a hard thing to accept. Um, it's frustrating seeing women try to support this. Like, I know I saw one for Roy Moore that was, like, his campaign manager or something. Literally, he had to walk off the stage because he, like, didn't know what to say. Like, dude, you're a pedophile. Like, fuck off. You should not be in Senate. Like, it's not that hard a concept. And the fact that the Republican Party is, like, okay with that, they obviously, like, it shouldn't be shocking. They have a pervert in the presidency, and they're okay with that. Like, I don't know what else you want. Um, 
so it's basically, it does feel like this country's burning in a lot of ways, but to me, I still feel like, you know what? No, expose all these motherfuckers, get them out. They don't need our money. They don't need anything from us. Um, and I think it isn't just uh, any particular race issue. Like I said, it's literally like you need to hold your homeboys accountable because you know you got your friend that is creepy around women when he gets drunk or whatever, and that's fucked up too. Like, you can't let your homie do it. It can be your brother, it can be your uncle, it can be whoever. I can tell you as a Latina child how many times I have been creeped out by Latino men. And I'm not just saying it's just Latino men, but I'm saying in general, it's so normalized and okay for these men to prey on women. There was a time when me and Pat ran through a grocery store because they were following us and we were scared. Like, this shit is real. It happens to every woman. We're just so normalized to it and taught to accept it because, quote, unquote, that's how men are. No, fuck that. We shouldn't accept this. That's not okay. And men shouldn't be like this. And I know it's hard for men to call out their homeboys because y'all fall into peer pressure mad easy. And I say this because I've talked to several close guy friends and they're like, yeah, we just don't talk to each other like that. Or, oh, I can't tell him this. Or, oh, nah. If you really give a fuck and you're going to be like Drake shouting on the mic at pervy dudes, do it all the time. Don't do it just when it's popular. All the time. You shouldn't let men get away with this. It's not okay. We're not going to be equal until y'all make us feel fucking protected and safe around you. It's a simple concept. So, whew, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> and, and, and it, well, at the same time, I'm going to, like, props at you for saying that. But at the same time, like, <clears throat> I understand... Like there's a there's a group of men that aren't okay with shit like that. You know what I mean? It's and very so slim. It's the majority just let it go under the rug. No, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm speaking for like the people that I the, the the group that I come from, and it's a large group of men. And so we're from that group where we understand that behavior and we don't put up with it. And so like there's been occasions where I've been with my people, and a woman's disrespected and hands are being thrown. So that's the kind of thing too. But at the same time, like we understand like how we operate and that's a close-knit group you know what i'm saying but at the same time it's like how how is it that at such a high level we've seen so much shit go down and have it swept under the rug from so many different angles that that obviously include the men that are in power and part of the patriarchy but also at the same time like that benefit from that and are like hey my benefits from this outweigh like the risk of me like whistleblowing or doing whatever and so it's like a it's a complicated issue for like those of us who like really see the behavior and like fuck like this is this is fucking ridiculous because it Mm -hmm. is and like you know i can't tell you how many people i run with that are like this is really fucking insane Mm -hmm. but and even within our circles like, there are those people that are mad undercover, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't even realize I mean, and you homeboys learn, are fucking... Yeah, you learn every day about someone new, whether it be local or national, <laughs> that you're like, oh, no, they need to be exposed. Yeah, you're like, and holy shit, this dude's mad fucking weird. Yeah. yeah, and you start to understand, you start to connect the dots, and you say, okay, no, fuck that person. So you don't have to associate with them. You, ha- you can expose them, and you can do whatever to make other people feel safe and okay. And always, always believe your victims. Because... Literally, the patriarchy and misogyny, the hatred of women, is so deeply ingrained that women hate women, and mm. women don't stand up for women, because that's, that's how it I, works. That's, and that's and where so I think it's important. And so then guys will start to twist it and be like, but that lady, right. no, don't and use that, that, that so that's, that's what, And that's what I mean, and, and that's what I talk about when, when, like, when you don't have anything valid to add to the conversation, like, when your contributions aren't really, like, constructive in terms of what the actual goal of a conversation is you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like you know the whole thing with the the, the SNL writers. Like, how does that really, 
How does that really benefit anybody? Like making yourself look stupid. Yeah, so many people are rallying around a figure, which you know that when when the facts are laid out, it's like you have to understand the role that you're playing in adding something that is not significant or constructive to the betterment of a situation. So just shut the fuck up. Right, and that's what I liked that video. I think I retweeted it with uh, Gail King, and she's like, you know, she obviously worked with Charlie Rose on CBS, blah, blah, blah. She was like, he's a colleague, he's a friend, but this is really disturbing, and I believe the women. She kept saying that. She's like, I'm going to process this out how I have to, but let's not forget that this happened, and I believe the women. And she's like, I'll deal with him and my processing of what he did by myself, but believe the women. Like, and that's all you have to do. You don't have to say, he probably didn't do it because he didn't, he didn't do anything to us. That doesn't mean shit. Just because he didn't hit you doesn't mean he's not an abuser. Like, come on. Thank you for that. (laughs) So stupid. So that's my annoying, like, white feminism, especially, like, Lena Dunham, all the SNL girls. Like, not a shocker. Lena fucking done ass. Anyways, done with that. So this is kind of comical to me. I don't really think it's bad news. I just think it's fucking stupid. And it's not shocking (laughs) because these people are very similar in their egos. Um, Trump versus LeVar Ball is what it's being called. Uh, Really, it's just silly to me. That whole, like, situation in China is like a joke. I personally don't really understand shoplifting very much. Like as a person, that's one <laughs> thing I'm like, I don't really know why I'm also like a goody two shoes and scared of getting in trouble. Um, so it was very fascinating that that happened. Like these basketball players, college basketball players went and did this, got caught. They were going to be in prison, right? For a few years or something. And yeah, got off. it was. Yeah. I mean, they, they were at it. I, I don't know what the specifics of it were, but it was basically the U.S. reaching out and saying, hey, like, let, let him out. Let him go. Yeah. And and so they did. And then Trump was like – so then they were like thanking Trump. Some of them were, I think. And then Trump was like, yeah, y'all should thank me sort of thing. Then I guess LeVar's son – I don't remember which one this was – is – I don't remember his well, name. Girl, they all play basketball. <laughs> I'm saying that's like since at, like, like the age of yeah, six. Yeah, I'm like okay. But I'm saying like that's just rookie year, rookie season in the NBA. Well, no, this was the the college player though. Oh, right. That got caught. So it's the younger brother. Yeah. Yeah, that's Lavar. Lavar's the Im- no, Lavar's the dad. Lavar's the dad. The son is like Leviticus oh, okay. or something. Yes. <laughs> I know that sounds like a Bible, Le- but Le- it's something like that. Lonzo, Lonzo's, Lonzo's with the Lakers. The NBA. Then yes. there's another one, and then there's another one. Another one. Another ball. We'll have Patch look it up for us. Anyways, so (coughs) basically they are free, and then Trump today got into it with LeVar Ball because LeVar Ball was like, fuck Trump, I guess, basically. And there's Lonzo LaMelo LiAngelo. So he's LaMelo, I think. Um, Some big ball fan, wow, is going to be really upset that we fucked up all their names. But anyways... Um, he, I, did you see the tweet with Trump is like, literally like, instead of processing yeah. any important thing, important yeah. things happening in he's society, mad at this dude for, he's mad at LeVar Ball and he's like, you're so ungrateful. And then he like makes some weird Rodney King jab and we're like, what are you doing? And he talks about hair and it's like, really fam, you going to talk about hair? You, is that a wise move? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I just think it's funny cause LeVar Ball's rather annoying with his ego and then there's this other guy that's rather annoying with his ego and then they both are like 
Yeah, but I will still respect LeVar I mean, I'm cool with that for you, like, saying, like, nah, fuck this guy. Like, you're still trash president. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's it's a, a, still a, silly because it's, it's funny to like me like bringing in his politi- like, political opinion fuck. into it. But he's looking he's like he will literally like go to bat for his sons. And I would do that as a father. Like my even if, my, if your son did some shoplifting in China. Yeah, that's my son. So I'm I'm the father. I'm not saying like he should be in prison, but I just think right. No, no, no. He made a mistake. Like I, Lord knows, we all make mistakes. But at the same time, when the president of the United States of America is throwing jabs at someone like Levar Ball, you better believe <laughs> I'm gonna be like Levar Ball it's so when my sad. son. Like, it I'm is just sad. sad that this I don't is agree with Levar Ball. Like his big baller brand shoes are whack and they're <laughs> garbage and like. You, you know, sure all you don't got to pay her for Kickpo? Y'all nah, ain't raffling those? Nah, fam. No? Nah, nah. We can't, we can't. Uh-uh, you can't pay me to I might enter them. that raffle. Yeah, nah, sorry. But at the same, but that's what I mean. Like, it for it being a complicated issue and, and there's so many complexities to it, like, it all, to me, it all boils down with LeVar Ball defending his son. And it doesn't matter who it is, especially if it's 45. And like he was on CNN, and the and homeboy was telling him, he was like, "Yes, but this isn't just anyone. This is the president of the United States." It's and so Levar Ball is like, "So?" No, it's just so irritating that like the quote unquote president of the United yeah, it's States. Yeah, like that's what he's wasting his time yeah, it's on. Like that's what you're doing. Like there's people dying, literally dying, yeah, or being poisoned or whatever, and this is what you're focusing on. <sighs> it's fucking comical. It's so ridiculous. And yeah. then. As we transition <clears throat> to our next little topic, he fucking gets mad because fucking Marshawn Lynch sat during <laughs> the that's, anthem hey, and stood for Mexico. Marshawn, that's that's an honorary Mexican right there. We need to make there, him some fucking tacos, a pinche puro party for real. Para we'll give the the Mexican Assembly gives away Bruh, Louis C.K. A, and uh, we take in Marshawn Lynch <laughs> for real. We will. <laughs> We That's no a trade we make. Since he was like small ties to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, ooh, that's a good trade. Yeah, I, accept. I like that trade. Thank you. Also, Snoop Dogg is okay, even though he frustrates me sometimes. That video is <laughs> fucking hysterical. It's Shout funny. out Maria for sending yeah. it my way. Um, I didn't believe it when I saw this headline because I think we were still in California and I wasn't on social media that much, and yeah. I was like, "This isn't real." And then it was, and I was like, oh, shit. And Trump hadn't said anything about it yet. And then yeah. the following morning is when he blew up. Shocker. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, this is real. And he's so – and Marshawn just doesn't care. He's yeah. like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. We fuck with Mexicans. I was like, we fuck with yeah. you too, fam. Like, But see, you. you saw, like, Twitter – when Twitter backed up for Marshawn. Like, he was when, – when 45 threw jabs, and they're like, yeah, but Marshawn studied this. He's got a degree. Yeah, he does a like lot of philanthropy. Yeah. <laughs> And Trump's like, oh. Yeah, sorry. So fucking stupid. Shout out to Marshawn, our new member <laughs> of the club. Um, so this, another thing. <coughs> Mind you, I'm obviously very disconnected because I'm still recovering. Um, I don't know the full extent of this. Rafa, you might know more than me. I'm not a Posty fan. You're not. I'm not. I know I'm from Stony. Dallas and I like rap, but I... I'm not that into him. Yeah. And then I, I've always felt weird about him for several reasons. And a lot of people I know have like worked or seen him or whatever. And they're like, he's cool. Okay, cool. But I always felt weird because he has braids and you a white dude, what you doing? Anyways. Yeah. So there's several things I always felt weird about. And then this recent interview, I guess, came out <coughs> where he's just saying a bunch of stupid ass shit. That was very expected in my personal opinion. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a really dumb thing to say. Um, it That goes along with what I was saying earlier about if you don't really have anything of significance to add to a conversation, just shut, shut the, fuck, the up. fuck up. Honestly, for someone that has benefited from... But he makes it look so bad, and that's what's irritating, is that you benefit from this community. This community was started by well, see, people not like you when someone because of his they stature, needed somewhere to go. And then you come in, and you like are, are winning the charts. You're getting the money. Well, yeah, that's what, and that's and what I mean. And then you're like, trying to be <clears throat> shitty about it. And then you're complaining because of your whiteness? Like, shut the fuck up. When someone of his stature says anything, it's going to go under a microscope. And I don't think he understands that. And so regardless of his position now, like he needs to take into account everything that has made him successful. And so obviously he's benefiting from a but culture. But it's like that same thing with Iggy Azalea where they don't. They just want to be a part of it because it's popular. Or it's right, cool. that's what I'm saying. And that's what he's saying. And that's why like the, the understanding isn't that's why I say that the understanding in his mind isn't very clear because he says it. He says, like, when I want to be, you know, really connect to something, I listen to Bob Dylan. But if I want to just have fun, well, and that's I listen to hip hop. And that's so, like, <clears throat> degrading to people as artists in hip hop that actually fucking put everything into their music with their lyrics. And, like, right. not all of it's just stupid, whatever, like, twerk your ass, which. That can be deep too, if right? You ask and I, me. That, that's what I'm saying. Like but he's talking like, about a very up, specific like, type. He's talking about a very specific type. So when he generalizes the way he feels and blankets it by saying hip hop, like he needs to be able to differentiate and say no, a very specific type of hip hop, which is only this type of hip hop, and it's the only kind of hip hop that I fuck with or do. And so you know, it, it, it's one of those things. Like he needs a little bit of understanding. He needs a moment of clarity, but. Honestly, like hip hop has been responsible for some of the most powerful movements in terms of like, you know, social justice and, oh, and, and information, education, edutainment. You know, you talk about these things and it's like when someone of Post Malone's stature makes a statement that just shits on all of that. It's like, well, you really need to reevaluate what you're saying because I personally like I am not just trying to <coughs> shit on him, but I guess I am. Um, your whiteness helps in rap. Yeah. Um, it's obviously the number one music nowadays yeah. which it didn't used to be and so it's always interesting like i've had this discussion with my friends where i'm like drake's whiteness helps him and why he's so successful because then he's more attractive he's more accepted widely than your like hood ass dude might be um and so it's just so irritating that someone like post who's completely benefited profited appropriated if you want to call it that um, says something like, if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip-hop. Fuck yeah. you. Just because it's not your fucking life or something you're experiencing, shut the hell up. You don't need to say goddamn thing because this whole fucking thing is paying for your shit. So fuck off. Go fix your goddamn hair <laughs> and qu keep your mouth shut or get out the game. Like, don't yeah. say anything. Because th this basically, he just exposed himself and then this is literally how his whiteness benefits him because he's still going to have yeah. his rider dies. He's You're still right. going to whatever, and it's going to work that Both way. Sides. And it's like, nah, I ain't going to fucking support a person like yeah, this. And I, I mean, haven't ever, and I still won't. Yeah, that's the annoying part. But I take him for what he is, and I don't let like something like that really move me off of where I stand in terms of like the culture that really raised me. So it's like, I know that you're not, you're not... Yes, you're at the top of the charts, but you're not of significance when it comes to the people that actually contribute to the culture. So what you're saying, I don't really like it. Right. Literally goes in one ear and out the yeah. other. I mean, I'm not like not like <clears throat> losing sleep over it. It's just one of those things where it's like you're irritating and yeah. you're exposing yourself. But again, I'm always glad when these people expose themselves for their shittiness so I can just say, bye, I told y'all, bye. <laughs> Anyways, in more white tier news, um, <laughs> that sounds so bad. Um, that's basically the Thanksgiving celebration. Um, 
So I was not present for this either, but basically Mexican Twitter blew up last night because they have this discussion once a year where people can't realize their complexion and understand that there is privilege to that. Um, It's a difficult thing to discuss in our community, and it shouldn't be, but we don't like to keep it real with ourselves, and everybody tries to act like hardcore uh, brown power when it's like, okay, we can, like, you know, we're Latinos or Latinx people and we can, we can discuss this, but we also need to talk about how there's colorism in our community, how white Latinos get a pass or are seen as more pretty or better looking simply because they have lighter skin. (laughs) So basically Mexican Twitter blew up because they started fighting and, and the people that are lighter Latinos, Latinx people, freak out because they're like, wow, you're making me question my Latinidad. I can't believe this. Blah. Instead of just being like, yeah, I'm a white Latino. I benefit from this in this way because I'm white passing, which is really simple concept. Um, I've been brown as fuck my whole life. So like, I don't have that privilege. And so it's a really interesting concept because I always felt it as a kid. I always got nicknames about being brown. Um, and I was just normalized to it. And I was very, very, very brown at some points, And I always got names about it. And it made me feel weird. And I'm not trying to make this like a whammy thing. I'm just trying to say, like, if you are a very light Latino and you could be considered light or white, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Don't cry about it. That doesn't make you any less Latino. You just ain't brown. And that's all right. Um... So though I was not present for the battle that was fought via Twitter, <laughs> I just wanted to remind everyone um, just to acknowledge your fucking privilege. It's not that hard. It is not that hard for you to be like, oh, yeah, I could see why people might think I look white, but I'm not. That's it. That's it. Just shut up. Just shut up. Acknowledge that there is privilege in that. It's pretty simple. And finally, this is probably the only like positive news. I'm like shitting on everything. <laughs> Welcome to the Colores Radio. Um, Coco <coughs> is opening. It started today, it's available in three weeks. Yeah, it's there's Pat's little uh, yay tidbit. Um, so it opened. I felt weird about it. I think I talked, did I talk about it on the podcast or just in real life? I think in real life. I felt weird because it took them so goddamn long to get any kind of Latinx representation in their Disney films, and then of course they used the one event where a film was already made, which is Dia de los Muertos, and it's something that's widely accepted by Eurocentric culture in America. And that made me feel weird because I was like, really? I couldn't just do a fucking like Latina Disney princess. Like you had to give us a TV show. You couldn't give us a movie anyways. So I'm excited about this film. I've heard nothing but great things, even though I know right now someone's being exposed from Pixar also with sexual allegations because men are trash. Shocker. Um, But I'm really looking forward to this film. I think I felt really good after uh, the animator came to UNT and spoke on it. <coughs> Tell us about it. She, um, I think her name's Anna. I have to look her up her name. But she kind of pretty much came and talked about how they they didn't just they didn't just like grab the information, the ba- basic information that you normally think that they just see. They actually had research teams and they sent all their animators and everyone that's working on the film to Oaxaca and then they went to Guanajuato and they went to multiple trips and they <coughs> met with like natives and people and like got all the information wanted to find out everything within the film so that it would be as accurate as possible and most of the animators like she did an internship in multiple different places 
and she kept sending them her work and then finally here it is and some of her work i think i've shown you her stuff but it's, it's just cool. crazy to it see looks really cute that like she said that they, one of the last trips they did was to Guanajuato to her home t- hometown and she was sad that she missed that trip but she didn't even need to see the information or the images or anything because she knew how to g- exactly do the neighborhoods and stuff that they wanted her to do <coughs> and I saw a recent image that came up that made me really emotional because when she showed us clips um, that there's a lot of uh, Latino Mexican film celebrities from the golden age of cinema that are being displayed on this film mm-hmm. like uh, one of the main act- uh, main characters looks like Pedro Infante, another one looks like Cantinflas. So I'm gonna lose it. So like, even when I was watching the clips that she showed us, like, mm. just from the trip and from, like, the really? movie, I almost started crying just seeing it there, and I was just like, oh my god. Had to text the whole family immediately and say, we're doing this for Thanksgiving because I need to cry with everyone. So like, seeing those, like, the, the people from Oaxaca that they showed on Twitter, too, where they watched it when it first premiered in Mexico. Oh, that was beautiful. That had me on another, yeah. So yeah. So I feel some kind of way about it. You too? Are you making fun of me? No, I'm oh, not. Okay. <laughs> because because that's awesome. That's cool. I'm still not buying it. I'm sorry. But our homie Jorge Gutierrez had been working on a film of his own that for, fly. for a long time. Yeah, that's yes. what I was talking about. And so like the when you hear his story and everything that he went through to make that film happen like you watch that film through a different lens and he fought and fought tirelessly to get that film made disney told him no on several occasions this dude is like one of the See, dopest animators I didn't even know in the how game deep this was and that's what i was saying and that's what I, and and that's what i mean like and i'm not feeling i'm not saying that coco is a bad movie i haven't seen it yet i'm going to see it and i'm mm-hmm. going to but understand that i'm going to go in there with the reservations because i heard this man's story and i've heard all the obstacles that he went through as a latino animator director producer all that he had tons he of shows but when you he listen did Lucha Lucha too, right? yes. yes but when you listen to his story about everything that he had to overcome and fight just to see like his work the book of life was like his passion project mm-hmm. and like he had to sit it's a there great film too. It, it is and he fought so many times got so many no's until he finally like approached Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. and like he was like cool we'll, we'll find a way to make it happen and they made it happen and it was really dope and so to me like hearing the whole story and like from him understanding like what he went through career-wise to make that film and all the other projects that he had worked on I was like that's an amazing story right that's a true amazing story and that's that, what I'm saying <clears throat> it's irritating that Disney takes from what was already made right. and what's popular and so now they're interested right and the that's money exactly and, and that's not up. disregarding See, I can agree to that yeah too. and I'm not disregarding like in no way am I saying well I I Jorge's work invalidates like everything that was done for Coco I'm not saying that at all I'm saying, like, it's just crazy when the people in charge and the people with the money see, like, oh, snap, yeah, this already up. happened. We're going to find a way to take, you know, take, Literally you know, all the these steps. Yeah, make it, make it better. Find find resources because we got the money and mm-hmm. completely shit on his his life's work in our own way and present something that's also amazing. But, right. you know, I can, so shout see, out to Jorge like, because yeah. he did it first and it's his life's work and we're thankful to him for it. Disney, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to watch this. I'm excited. Everybody says it's amazing. I'm going to cry. I probably will, okay? I probably will. But next time Jorge Gutierrez comes to your office asking yeah, to get his project, we're going to make that shit happen. And Support also, fucking, like, Lalo Alcaraz, who is a huge mm. person, is, like, mad transphobic and shit. So, like, it sucks that we, like, 
have so few people in the industry and like a lot of them are low-key like old chicano pieces of shit so just keep that on your radar as well <laughs> um nobody's perfect i i know but like again we have to progress as people and like seeing this undercover shitty shit is not cool um but i am really looking forward to it mostly because i'm gonna go with like my family and i'm probably gonna cry and eat popcorn and cry some more and it's still gonna be a powerful moment because i'm going with my family to the fucking movie theater and disney's gonna see how latinos fucking purchase movie tickets because we're the number one group that purchases movie tickets and they're gonna try to make more shit and when you do that you better call me up because i'm broke <laughs> no i'm just kidding but maybe um anyways no, get, call, call i'm gonna watch it. the bootleg with my nephews <laughs> it's gonna be like the cock i also want to <laughs> go see it because they're doing the spanish ones screening spanish dub versions yeah i saw that with that's, their original actors that's pretty too. cool too <clears throat> it just it's a complicated thing but mostly it's still exciting that there is some form of representation and i'm looking forward to watching it that I believe is everything we've got for the but um now we can go into our podcast serial recap. Um it feels like a dream for me personally. Yeah. Like I'm like, wow, that happened. That was so fun. <laughs> that was real. It was too short. It, it felt was too short. it flew Ding. by. I thought it probably was too short. Ding. Okay. Um, don't ding an okay. You're like, okay, ding. I'm like, anyways, I sound like a psycho. Um, I shouldn't use that word. Okay, fuck. Um, geez, this is a great episode, you guys. Fantastic. Uh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so we got <clears throat> there. We were there for four nights, five days. Four nights, five days. Flew by. I thought it was going to, like, I thought we I was going to get... We did fly there. Thank <laughs> you for that update, Rafa. We really needed it. Um, God, I hate you. <laughs> He's, like, really laughing, y'all. His uh, whole face I is am. red and everything. It he is. That jokes. was really funny. He had jokes this weekend. Um, I sure did. He did not have a shortage. I, like, I for sure thought I would hate both of these fools. Like, I thought, like, I'm a, when I land in Close DFW, uh-huh. I'm going to have to, like, turn my back yeah, and like, run. I'm like, I don't even like y'all no more. And, and I so? didn't. I actually don't. Li- don't hey, Eva, you keep it real right now. Keep it one hundo. I only keep it one hundo. Sure. You don't. Sir, hate, you don't hate Jesus. us just a little bit. Just hey, a who? Bit. You don't hate us just a little bit. I always. Love <laughs> oh my God! Y'all didn't see her face, but she was like, "Well, maybe a little." Okay, bit. Okay, <laughs> but like with siblings, there's like a natural like ten percent hatred. Is there not? D- damn, that's a high percentage. I meant like <laughs> mine's not a ten percent. I meant point for ten, you, okay? point ten, not an actual ten. Point ten. Okay. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not. I don't hate you ten percent because I'm amazing. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> you better talk to her. So I didn't hate them. That was cool. It's pretty cool because we plan on traveling more and doing more things. So it's like, oh, I can handle this with yeah. these humans. Um, so we get there. The the plane ride there was a little bit dusty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you ain't dusty. never lied. It was fucking <laughs> rough. I was, one point, I was like holding on to Rafa's leg because I thought we like might go down. I was like seriously like switching to castaway <laughs> mode. I was like, I'm going to be Tom Hanks up in there. I'm going to be like, hey, Wilson, Wilson. <laughs> Seriously. And then those games are whack as hell. Oh my god, we were playing yeah. games on the airplane, and they were lame. Also, the bingo you just couldn't win. Yes, 
It's like, how, yeah. So then we started playing Hangman on paper, like fucking yeah. fourth grade, and that was kind of fun. Yeah. So we finally landed. I was grateful to be on <coughs> land again. For real. Stable ground. <laughs> yeah. Like well, <laughs> unless we didn't walk by San Andreas Falls or anything. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So um, we get there. It was a nice, pleasant two fucking hour drive from the oh my airport God, yeah. to our our. I stayed in an Airbnb again, okay? I did it. It was fine, okay? So I just got to get over that before people are like, didn't you talk shit about it? Yeah, I make mistakes too, okay? <laughs> so uh, we... I mean, it wasn't great. It gave us we a had some experiences. We, it wasn't as bad as mine, though. Like, as soon as yeah. we walked into it, I was like, there's a key. We've made it. Everything can be better. Nothing I mean, can get worse than the this. The toilet didn't I, work. I want y'all to understand, I'm used to, like, a certain level of comfort, and, wow. like, the toilet was not it what was I not was hoping. It was not flushing when we got there, so everybody had to hold their poops in, and, like, we couldn't go. True. Um, but then everything was chill. Um, yeah, it was dope. It was fun. The we went there and we go to this restaurant because we're starving. And the person's there. The person there in line in front of us was like, "This place is gentrified, but it's really good." And yeah. I was like, like "Bitch, why you just tell me that? Like, I'm in line and I'm starving. Like, why would you yeah, say that?" Yeah, we sit down and Nina's like, "Damn it, these tacos are yeah, amazing. These are really good. Why is it like this? I ate everything." But it was like all Latinos. <laughs> eating there and oh yeah working. fair trade so farm like, to market oh. organic <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> had okay there was this moment where they were playing frank ocean and i about lost my True. shit because it was so beautiful it felt like a perfect moment and the yeah and my, my people season. like frank ocean so i had fun too Never gonna Blah. kill it. I'm never. I didn't even let you know when I told him that it was his people. I meant like heterosexual males, and I say that, and then once I say that, everybody's like, "Oh, that makes more sense." And I'm like, "Thank you," but Rafa doesn't make it seem like that. He likes to make it seem like I'm ages. Of course, I've got to make your your life. Are you trying to ruin my <laughs> reputation? Are you, try, are you on my team? I'm or trying no? to assassinate your character. I see. I'm like, damn. I'm I need kidding. To start rap battle. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh oh. I'm just kidding. She's ready. Uh, I'm not ready at all. Just like get me really mad, <clears> and then I'll be ready. Um, other big highlights? Yeah, I mean, we ate, but then we walked around. Um, ate some ice cream. Yeah. Cinnamon roll that y'all both died for. Yo, oh, shout snap. out to Cinefuckinholic. It's not called Cinefuckinholic, it's called yeah. Cinefuckinholic. It should be called Cinefuckinholic. I will buy that shit. So somebody like, needs to mail them some so cinnamon. I, I don't... <laughs> I, I might have explained this to y'all before, but I am a cinnamon connoisseur. I didn't know until that weekend, and then that's like all I heard you talk about. Yeah, all like, of a sudden, it's is it not weird that one of my favorite cookies is Snickerdoodle, or that I love horchata, or that oh everybody loves horchata. Well, not everybody. Horchata. I would expect you not to because it's like too mainstream. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know someone doesn't like the horchata from a specific place, which we won't drop the name oh, of. Yeah. But we talked about it earlier today. It's okay. But though. anyway. <clears throat> yeah, no, it was it was dope. We did that, and then we went to events like before <gasps> podcast oh. Yeah, and we also went to Universal Studios first. We went no, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. That whole weekend so was, was a blur to me. Sorry. Damn. Sorry. No. Damn. How, how dare that you? Is, we can expose you too, ho. Uh, if you want to go. Yeah. Are you trying to go? I was adjusting to the time change, bat. Dang. Pat's lucky we don't expose Ooh, her. She she is. Pat, we about to start boxing. Anyways, oh, no. so the next okay. day when we got there, Mike, <clears throat> shout out from CYC Podcast, hey. came and picked us up, and we went to Universal Studios, like 10-year-olds. It was the time of our life. 
And it was pretty fun. Curious George was mad cute. Fuck you, Shrek, because you fucking walked away from yeah, me twice. twice. I, we, we ran after him, and he yeah. and his person. I'm no like, more I'm photographs. still hurt. Like, yeah. they literally looked at me up and down, and they're like, you're garbage. <clears throat> you can't take a it's picture. It's like, y'all are too old. And I was like, I don't even know what my future holds anymore. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. Beetlejuice was mad creepy. He was a creepy. So he did the part very well. True, yeah, true to self. The Simpsons ride at the end. Me and Rafa were like, let's okay. ride a chill ride at the end. And I go up to the guy specifically ask him because I don't know if I want to spend my time here. I I did not. <laughs> I don't ride rides. Period. So that's something great. Me and Rafa bonded over because we're both chickens. Um, shout out to Mythic for riding rice. Yeah, shout out to because Pat was not alone for in that. Real. But I go up to the Simpsons guy and I'm like, hey, is this chill? Like, it's a pretty chill ride. And he was like, he looks at me and he's like, yeah, it's chill. It's chill. I like, remember those. Yeah, it's okay. chill. All right. Okay, driver, you down? Yeah, let's go. Walk in, be in the line for 20 minutes. It wasn't a short line either. Everybody, when, apparently, everybody and their fucking mom loves The Simpsons. I didn't yeah. realize that. Uh, the Simpsons are great. I knew that, but like, I didn't. I had not waited oh, yeah, a longer no, you're right. line. That was like, a that long was the longest line. That was the longest line we had because even the Harry Potter one was fast. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> the lo- the fucking thing was like we were getting into the like room before the actual ride and it's like <laughs> fucking shaking yeah. lasers people are screaming like we're screaming the floor is shaking and it literally Robert, like, sounded like the floor was falling yeah, through i was like, like uh, is unt partying over yeah. there or what <laughs> honestly like, shout out to that unt party though but, <laughs> hey. but rafa was like i go rafa it don't sound very chill and no. he's like i know and i'm like making the sign of the cross because i'm like low-key scared i'm like i don't know what i just signed up for and i'm trying not to have an anxiety attack <laughs> Yeah. Y'all were the group before us. So yeah, so we were just like, okay. So then we get on. As soon as we get on, it just starts fucking shaking. And I was like, I, 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 can't, I can't do this. So we're on the ride. His eyes are closed. I'm just trying to live my best life while not puking. Yeah. And then it was over, so that was cool. And then we walked off, and I was like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah. And... We were like grandparents, and then we had to wait for Pat to get off the ride. We're like, oh, yeah, she sorry. went to the Walking Dead ride. Oh and no, then she, she came she, back. Then she came back, made it to the Simpsons ride, and we waited for her. And my the, sister. the Walking Dead one, I kept getting scared, so I walked through really quick. That's silly. <laughs> because I tried to not get scared of in the ride. My favorite <coughs> is always the studio tour, though. That was yeah, my favorite was as fun, a kid, and that was fun. You get to see a little bit of everything. The fucking yeah. oh, there was a part with Fast and the Furious, and Tyrese was like, "Yo, my yeah. homie, doo doo doo," and I'm like, "Ooh, this is <sighs> awkward because you ain't homies anymore." Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad he didn't start crying. Okay, I am not ever gonna diss his tears, but like, he needs help. Like for he real, does. like Crystal and Kid Fury have been saying it, but like I don't, even, I can't even laugh because I feel so bad, and like. Then he keeps doing stuff, and I'm like, okay, we're watching a breakdown again like Amanda Bynes, and we're just <laughs> standing here. Anyway, so that was the first night, and then we went to the Iha de tu madre. Shout out to y'all. You're amazing. Patty, Your work yeah, is amazing. Patty was the Swedish. She had a cute setup. We went there to Espacio 1839 in Boyle Heights, um, and we met Luis from hey. Nos Vemos en el Swap. Nos Vemos en el Swap Meet. Nos Vemos en el Swap Meet. Um... He is so beautiful and sweet and smooth, and he just walked up and said, hey, you're the Colores Radio. And I was like, I have fans. No, I'm just kidding. But I was just like, I love you, because his voice is so beautiful. If you haven't listened to his podcast, check it out. They like to <coughs> highlight a lot of um, like immigrant stories, which are very important. So it's in Spanish. You can make your parents hear it if they want to listen to podcasts. Um, he was Podcasts. very podcast. Sorry, you're right. Um, <laughs> so we go there, and then we saw Jessica Salgado, who's one of my faves, and I know it's one of our, a lot of like 
Chicanx Twitter faves and Latinx Twitter faves because she's a beautiful, big poet and she has great work and she exposes fuckboys all the time. It's so fun. She's a great account to follow as well. So we like got there and then Luis was like, there's this thing going on down the street called Cumbiaton. Are y'all down? Ooh. And we're like, and we are we Cumbia down? And we were, like, in it. So then after that, we went over there. We danced to that. That, that was Cumbia really Thone cool. That Cumbia party ain't no joke, though. It's no joke. DJ we Sizzle holding it down. Out. She Ooh, is for real. real. And she was working because she was like at almost every other event we yeah, went she to did that it. weekend. She did we saw her at Podcasterio Fest, and she was like running around, handling shit, and, and still putting it down. And then we met her, and we're like, yo, we want to bring you to Dallas. And she's like, so excited. Yeah, I'm down. I was like, I <coughs> like... I just met you, but like you yeah. got the real hustle and you're killing it. And then her DJ set was fucking amazing. Yeah, it was it was flames. Like we were about to leave, and then she came on, and then we turned around because like, nope, Selena we ain't was going on. Nowhere. I was like, we won't be right here, boo. We love <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, for real. So that was amazing. Um, after that, what happened the next day? So then the next day, we got to meet some of the podcasts for dinner. Oh uh, yeah, that was really cool. After we went to the museum and lost a cell phone and all this good uh, stuff, <laughs> we won't name names about who lost uh, it. You take a guess. Let us know who you think it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we both made music. Um, <laughs> you might be exposing yourself. Um, <laughs> you didn't see your phone. So my silence is deafening. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. Anyways, got it back. Shout out Juan, the fucking Lyft driver. Yeah. Um, then we're like telling you day by day. I don't even know yeah. if you want to hear this. I'm so like, sorry. We don't care. They're, They're like, fast off. Your podcast sucks. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, what do you call it? What happened next? So oh, yeah, so we had dinner. Yeah. Dinner was cool. Nice dinner was, it was nice. Life. Okay. I feel like when I saw Babelito, wow. Babaletti. I was trying to say it, but I keep fucking it up. <laughs> and then he made fun of me for sounding Italian. Um, I felt like a love connection. I was like, oh my God, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool because they're like, you know, we've <clears> met Fabi and he's like a friend. And so now it's like, but it's weird because you're seeing all these people that, whose voices you listen right. to. Right. Yeah. And so you're like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> or even Fam, con Cafe Con Fam. I've been working with her uh, a little bit. Everybody. And so just everybody was so sweet. Yeah. It's crazy Let to her think. Be loose. Amazing, she got Dallas connections. True. Y'all see something in Shout the out future. to that, that boy Alfonso. Y'all know what it is. Um, it was just so cool, and it was just such a sweet environment. Everybody's just <coughs> eager to talk to one another and support each other. And so that was the night. Uh, oh, that was funny. So then after that, I was like, Oh, is anybody going partying? And they're like, No, we got to work tomorrow. I was like, Oh, well, yeah. we came from out of town, so we about to do some. Yeah, so we um found some other place to go, shocker. and. Uh, it was dope. It was dope, but it was too crowded. Yeah. Like, I walked in and I was like, snap, they're playing Cornelio Reina. I was like, lit. Every, and, and so, like, no every almost every single place called. that we went to, like, we were the ones getting lit. Like, okay, when we that's went what to. makes me love Dallas more. Yeah. When we went to that spot, Espacio, and the Hija de Tu Madre pop up, like, Chulita, one of the Chulita Vinyl Club DJs was spinning, and she mm-hmm. dropped a song, and both me and Eva were like, hey! And we start, like, you know, just <laughs> milly rocking, rocking out. And, like, everyone in the store turns around and looks at us like, what's wrong with y'all? And we are like, we were like, oh, oh yeah, don't do my that. bad. But it's so weird, because, like, I've had that <clears> experience <throat> in New York when we, I was there, nobody dancing, bars and clubs. 
and then like clubs obviously if it's a dance club but like bars nobody wilds out and then like here every single place we went we were the first people dancing on the dance floor (laughs) seriously or like no lie we would just get stares and i was like do people think i'm like that drunk bitch that dances because she's fucked up because i'm not i just like to dance and good music's on and i don't understand why you wouldn't dance yeah so it makes me appreciate dallas a little bit because you'll find people dancing everywhere around here Mm -hmm. um i don't know if it's a southern thing i don't know what it is but it made me love dallas um so that was really fun. So then the next day was Podcast Stereo, like actual the fest. <clears throat> and it was so cool. Like even just walking in. So shout out Luis again. He's incredible and yeah. has Morcajete Dominguero going with a with a partner. And um, it's a really cool environment just walking up. Everybody has their 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 stuff ready to sell and it's just like i felt like a positive energy just walking in so i was definitely like a little bit nervous i was like and then like i walked up and i was like like it just felt like a nice refreshing calmness and just everybody (coughs) doing their hustle and it was cool and it had amazing work there and so then we walk in there and they give us our little badge make us feel cool and important and then you see like all the tables and everybody's like starting to set up. It was so sweet. And I was just like, yeah, we're doing it this. was really dope. Like the one thing that I took away from everything was every single person that we talked to, whether it was for a short amount of time or an extended period of time, or right. we spent time with them on several different occasions <laughs> throughout the weekend, like every single one of them understood like the bigger picture of what we represented as a, right. as a community and they were there to listen and they were there to like say oh well let me help you with yeah, your hustle support. what do you think about my grind and how uh-huh. can we help each other and so that dynamic was to me the biggest so takeaway powerful. but so dope like you know just politicking for for short minutes with like the somos padres family the viva la round girls family every single person that i went up to talk to and introduce myself to had like uh, like you know, just gold in information in terms of how we, and just we could... just good energy to share. Yeah, like for sure. Like, just sharing support and love <clears throat> and anything, whether it was a silly joke or taking a picture or whatever. Yeah. Shout-outs to her online. You got amazing images, and you're so funny and wild, and you hate Dallas, and it's okay. <laughs> we still love you. Dallas loves you, we but you hate Dallas. We still love you. Can't wait for you to come visit. Um, but it, it was just, like, for me, like, if I get mad deep, if y'all don't mind... Go ahead, um, go ahead. I've just had such a shitty year that, like, this felt, this event and this weekend felt, like, almost life-saving because it reminded me of my joy, which I mm. hadn't felt in a really long time. And, like, I know that sounds stupid, and I have fun recording this with y'all, but, like, when you're depressed or anxious or any of those things, like, it's hard to really feel joy and like love and support like it's hard to find a space where you really feel accepted and celebrated and appreciated Mm -hmm. and it was easily that like as soon as you walked in like whether they listened to your shit or not they were supporting you and it was so cool las cafecitas were so sweet that it was amazing just everybody was just down and supportive and and doing it it. were amazing uh, Radio Menea, just everybody. Everybody was just there and ready to support. It was so cool. And so we had panels throughout the day, and then like different listeners were coming in and going up to tables and learning about the podcast. And, you know, it was cool when we had like one of the volunteers, a couple of the people actually came up to us and said, Hey, I listened to y'all. And one, one person 
um, is starting a podcast of their own. Shout out to you. You're really sweet. That came oh, up and yeah. said, hey, I learned about all this through y'all. I learned about Support Brown podcast through y'all, and now I've started my own podcast. And I was like, oh, my God. Wait, hold up. Wait, hold up. Was it wait, hold up? No, I think this was Chewy. She had something Chewy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ah, man. We're blanking. I'm mad that I'm forgetting, but yeah. Yes, we really appreciated that. That meant a lot to us. And then one of the volunteers, Carlos, came up to us, and he was like, I want to buy one of your buttons. I listened to y'all. Y'all are really cool. And it's so cool because it's like, it's weird because I'm like, I'm so regular, y'all. And like, people were like, oh, it's so cool to meet you. And I'm like, I... I'm trash. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was just really fucking, it was really sweet. And I mean, I felt like that about some of hell, even just meeting Babelito or I had already met Fabi, but I'm like, fuck, I love y'all so much. Um, and just feeling that mutual love means a lot. Um, so the panels were really cool. There were different ones about like just content and creating a podcast. And there was one on like queerness in the podcasting world and using your using your voice as a, pra- a platform and and then ours was the final one with um nos vemos cafe con pam latinos who lunch and let there be loose the organizers of the event and we were on one about like community and reaching out to your community and stuff like that and so it was really fucking cool um i think we had a live feed going on at that time so maybe some of you saw that I'm kind of glad I don't have to rewatch it because I feel weird, but I think it went really well. Um, so it was just a really beautiful connection and experience, and it was just all love and support. And so it's like, I can't even explain it. Like, it's going to mean so much to me. So then after, it does already, obviously, but after that, they had an after party. So we went back to the restaurant we were at the night before and like, we're drinking and stuff. Um, I wasn't feeling great, so I didn't want to wild out, but I did later. Um, so then the night before we had joked about going to the Selena star and doing a cumbia circle. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know if y'all serious or not, but like, I'm gonna go. So we're about to leave. Mind you. So I'm going to share this because y'all are about to hear from our padrinos. Actually, let's do that right now. Let's do a quick shout out from our padrinos. Hello, the Colores Radio. This is Eva from Podcasterio Fest, standing here with my favorite homie of all time. That's right, Rafa Tamayo, the Colores Radio, hashtag Team Empanada for life. No, this is not going to start a fight in the middle of Podcasterio. Well, no, I just, I just got to put on for my people. Team uh, Empanada, we in a building, you know what time it is. I don't even La have to La Plaza rest. de Cultura y Artes, Empanadas till the day of D.I.E. Are, are you finished? Are you done? I'm done, I'm done. Okay, thank you. Anyways, we're here at Podcasterio. It's amazing. So many beautiful people here. I'm glad I'm not drinking because I'd probably be crying. So we'll uh, talk to more, some more people soon. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Hi, this is Angelica from Mansell Doing It. This is Jackie from Mansell Doing It. And we would laugh, but it's ten dollars a laugh. So it was her. It was her idea to charge because I think people always like the laugh. Yeah, it's part of the gig. So oh, we're happy to God. be here. We're happy to be here with the colores. Yeah, yeah. podcast yes. 2017. 2017. Reading. What is that shit called? Charts, um, reading charts. Reading charts, taking names. charging for her chart readings. Oh, I should. Yes, my name is Vero Valletti Flores. 
And I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And our podcast is called Radio Manea. And we do music and we bring a mix of alternative and mainstream jams by Latinx artists. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, I'm recording now, so whenever you're ready to talk a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, you're the interviewer. Ask me a question, girl. Say your name and say your po- what your podcast is about. That's oh, well, see, I direction. I need a direction. I'm here for you. Thank you. Thank you, boss. So my name is Erika Vera. No, I'm just kidding. It's Eric Vera. I am from Stir. I do two podcasts, one called Stir on the Road, where I take the actual podcast on the road and interview artists from different mediums. Artists like who are like dancers, writers, singers, painters, whatever. And then I do a recap of RuPaul's Drag Race with another friend of mine named Anthony Vargas. What's up? I'm Maite de Chingona. What's up? I'm the Cabrona. We're from Cabronas y Chingonas. Uh, we're a queer and Latinx podcast talking about media. Yes, you should follow us on Twitter, Instagram. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Audio Boom. All that stuff. Later, Gators. <laughs> This is Yvette from Cerebronas. Uh, normally, Cynthia would be here and we would say that we're two Latinas from working class immigrant families talking law and politics from a radical perspective. Uh, we're really excited to be here with Decolores. <laughs> Thank you. Hey guys, welcome to Viva the Round Girls. I'm Kiki. I'm Mandy. And I'm Megan. And, and we, we are, are the Round Girls. Girls. We're a podcast about self love and, and about our own journeys getting there. Taking leaps of giant self-love faith because it's a hard everyday struggle that we deal with, but it's something that we're not alone in doing. Everyone has that struggle. We're just here to kind of let you know you're not alone. Thank you. Okay. Oh, I think I'm recording. Okay, hello. So tell me who you are. Hi, I'm Fabi Fa from the podcast Latinos Who Lunch. And we're actually, um, oh no, I don't know if we should announce our secret or not. What's your secret? Our secret that we're talking about. Oh. No, we'll keep it Let's secret. keep it between us, okay? okay. <laughs> we need, we need Babelito también. Oh, We can do one over when he comes back. She's busy. She's busy. She's always busy. Babelito. We'll yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> Gonna tell me who you are. <laughs> Hi, this is Babelito from Latinos Who Lunch. Mm. Hi, this is Fabi Fa from the popular podcast Latinos Who Lunch. I've been very popular here in Los Angeles, so that's what yeah, I'm saying. We've been, sorry. I, I I will judge that after the club tonight. Oh, oh. oh shit, we're gonna see, we're gonna see. Our honorary Tejano here, uh, Pablito. Yes, I grew up in El Paso and Ciudad Juarez, yeah. so I am a Tejano yes. in El Corazón. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And we're hoping to bring Latinos who lunch to Texas oh, together. We're coming. It's gonna we're happen. Coming. Eventually. That we're very watch soon. out. We're gonna do uh, uh, art show. It's gonna get Y'all leaked. ain't ready. This is like undercover secret information you're receiving. Uh-huh. Yes. Exclusive, exclusive. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Okay, we had a lot of fun with Latinos who lunch here in LA and we're grateful for all their work. We all know Latinos who lunch. We love y'all. Thank, so you, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. This was a beautiful event and getting everybody from New York, from Texas. It's just been overwhelming, and we're so happy that we get to meet you. So this is the beginning of a lot of things. So. Absolutely. Uh, especially for Eva and I. So. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I we'll, uh, 
good porn. We'll, uh, we'll keep you updated, listeners. Oh, my God. We're going to end right there because you want to know more, and we're not going to give it to you. So <laughs> do your little tune. Do your, oh, oh, that's a good one. Your little outro tune. <laughs> that's like I needed to hear that in real life. Podcasterio Fest after party at La Carmencita. We're here with Las... Cafecita! <laughs> this is the after party version. There you go. We got the tiny guacamole and we don't cry. Oh my god, y'all want to say anything about your show? <laughs> we have a show, it's called Dos Cabecitas. We talk about stuff, talk about being beige. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only time I'll ever say yes to that now. Being <laughs> beige. Oh my god. Um, I'm Isis, I'm Colombian. I'm Maria, I'm Peruvian. And we're Beautiful. both American. Yeah! <laughs> Las cafecitas, y'all. We gotta check them out too. That's all you need to know. All right, I'm stopping. It. You might have heard, Fabi and I are officially in love. Um, oh, really? That's bad. Why is that bad? Tell me, Rafa. Oh no, it's not bad. I'm just saying love isn't real, so y'all can't be in love. I have footage of you from this weekend saying False. otherwise. Fake news. Not fake news. Fake I've got news. proof. I can play it for you guys if fake you're interested. <laughs> Anyways, I do have that proof. If anybody wants it, let me know. Um, I have lots of fun footage of Rafael, <laughs> so I'll just keep it at that. That was a wild weekend. It was. Like, yeah. we didn't stop drinking, and, like, we're still here. That's pretty cool. <laughs> literally drank the morning We finished before. a fucking vodka bottle. Yeah. <laughs> we went we to get a vodka bottle, and Emma was like, oh, that's too much. We're not going to finish. I was like, uh, and we cashier, it. ring it up. <laughs> Let's go. Let's Party go. the rest of the OJ. For real. <laughs> Anyways, so um, there was a moment where Favi had received a plate of tacos from Babelito's sister. Shout out to this beautiful woman who provided him a meal um, and Fabi sat right next to me and said do you want one and that's when I first felt love like in my entire life <laughs> and he looked me in the eyes and I was like yeah I do <laughs> and then he like cl- like grabbed a taco and I grabbed a taco and we cheers the tacos and we it was in the middle of a panel so we're like low-key disrespectful but not really and then we started cracking up because we're like cheersing and eating it together and just smiling and laughing. And then Brenda from Tamarindo, she is so sweet. She just turns around and captures pictures of us. So there's pictures of me just like looking lovingly at Fabi and like biting tacos. And we just <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. And Babelito's right next to us across from the across the seating area and just was looking at us and shaking his fucking head because we were being like animals. So that's when we first fell in love. And that's the first time I felt love in my life. It was really sweet. Um... <laughs> And so then after that, it was a running joke. So we also shared cookies later. And then we ended up at a drag show later that night. And we also connected in many ways there. Um, so me and Fabi are getting in married at the next podcast serio. So you all are invited to the wedding. Um, I don't have a ring yet, but it's okay because we're starving artists. And I understand that like love is beyond materialistic things. Anyways... Um, <laughs> So podcast studio was really fun. After that after party, we went to the Selena Star. Do you want to talk about the Selena Star, Rafa? Um, sure. You don't have to get into it much. I'll talk a little bit too. But <laughs> okay, it was it was cool. It was fun. Um, 
it, it uh, walking up was really hard, tough. Yeah. I told you um, for so many reasons and personal reasons and stuff. And I was just like, oh, man, I didn't think I thought it would be more like, oh, my God, I'm here. I'm I think we switched roles. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But um, uh, it was tough. But it, ultimately, it was it was nice to see, um, you know, the queen get her star. That she deserved that she a long deserves. time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. So It was really sweet. And then just being like, because we were there with Luis and Babelito and our new friends. Yeah. Uh, Didi and Emmanuel and yeah. uh, Fabi as well. And we were just there and we were just like praising her. You know, we, yeah. we had to turn on the cumbia one time and do a little, a few cumbia circles around our star. Um, but it's just so weird because walking up, you see like Garth Brooks and all these basic ass people. And not, yeah. You know, I ain't trying to shit on him, but whatever. I mean, it's Garth. Come on. I know, man. I know. But you know what I mean? Where <laughs> I'm it's kidding. Like, no, yeah. And then you see hers and it says <clears throat> like tons of roses and flowers covering it and yeah. fucking candles and just like people are there nonstop. Like nobody, yeah. it was never empty. And yeah. so it was just like, whoa, like this power is so deep and like this person from Texas who had a dream and became a star and like worked her ass off and broke records and still is doing so and like was obviously killed at a young age but had such a fucking impact because that's how much we love representation. Can you chill right now? Can you chill? Why? I'm not trying to cry like on the podcast. I like chill. I'm not trying to make <laughs> you cry. I'm kidding. Anyways, I'm kidding. it was really sweet, really beautiful and so we like had some <coughs> sweet moments there. Then we left, and we're like, after the party is the after party, hey. After the after party is the after <laughs> after party. Up? Okay, whatever. No, I'm saying we went to like, oh. how many times did we, yeah, we did, went to we like went the to after, after 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 party. That's true. So yeah. we ended up at this place called Tempo, yeah. which was a uh, Mexican gay bar, mm-hmm. Latinx gay bar, I don't know. Um, yeah. It was fucking amazing. So I was like, like walking in, I was like, oh, this is a little sus. Yeah. But I was like, I'm with good people. We should be fine. Yeah. Um, I say it was sus because it was on like a corner. Anyways, walking in, there's all these different dance floors. So there's like your ranchera room. There's your cumbiara, like slash reggaeton slash hip hop room. Then there's the outside area. And then there's the fucking like classics room. And then (laughs) we're just like chilling in there. Yeah. And they're drinking. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm a drink. And then we're like dancing, hanging out, and a fucking drag show started up. So we were all shooketh. And we were like, let's go to the front, walk towards the front. It was an amazing ass drag show. And I was like, oh my God. I haven't seen a lot of like Latinx drag. And so it meant a lot to me in that way because in Dallas, like you'll get your official, I mean, you'll get your occasional like. Latin, Latina drag queen, like every now and then, but not DLC really. For that I feel like there wasn't a lot no, like it's very rare. <laughs> so I was just like, holy shit. And they're singing songs your mom loves and shit. Yeah. And you're like, oh <clears throat> my God. And they're fucking hysterical and they're killing that shit. And one of them had this amazing fucking peacock outfit. And it was like, holy shit. It was That's art. Crazy. Uh, it was just so much fun. So then after that, um, me and Duff are like, oh, you ready to go? Like, we're kind of tired. And then Babelito hands me a fucking beer. Game over. So from then on, we stayed way too long, and Luis wouldn't stop buying beers. It was just a lot of fun. It was beautiful, and probably the favorite part, my favorite part of the whole trip, because um, it was so fucking fun. It was so cool just to be around like like-minded people that 
love and support you even though y'all just met and it was just fun i just danced the night away got beer all over me won't name names but it was a lot of fun so yeah that was that was the our final night podcast serio we went to the dunes on monday 2017 um well pat just exposed us uh exposed we went to uh, roscoe's <laughs> chicken before we left and before that i mean right after that we went by our homegirl isa ray's had to, had to say what's up to her her old place we went to the dunes and got a yeah. quick pic there and that was funny too because a lot of people were just stopping taking pictures every five seconds like yeah. like crazy um so it flew by i thought there was going to be a bouch on the front yard but there wasn't Stop so me like too, honestly. <laughs> i was like where's the i said the couch but you know a uh, bouch we meant the bouch <laughs> so it was just a fun trip anybody else have any <clears throat> other recaps anything they want to share from the trip that they enjoyed Nope, nothing. Nah, it was a lot of fun. Why? And uh, I will say, why everybody got to put hot sauce on everything, though? Like, let Honestly, me decide. Bruh. Let me decide if I want hot sauce <laughs> and if I do, how much I want to put on there. Like, guys. you ain't got to do that for me, bruh. It, was, it wasn't just, like, hot sauce. They put, like, chile Flamezilla. picante. Like, yeah. fucking one. The last tacos we had there. I couldn't Rafa do it. bought them. I couldn't do it. My mouth went numb. My literal upper lip, I didn't feel it anymore. It was like a nah. chipotle hot sauce. And, oh, my God. I was like, y'all don't put them. Like, y'all don't ask nobody. Ugh. Like, I don't know if we're just used to it here in Texas where they like, get a chile. No, please, no. Not for me, at least. That's crazy. If I do some, it's a little bit. But they pour it on. It ain't a little bit. They pour it on. I'm like, <sighs> Anyways, sorry, that was your thing. <laughs> It's okay. My mouth just like got yeah. No, again. but and aside from that, like the food was dope. The food was good, um, and it was just a like it was a chill vibe. Like it was nice to to really get out there and like I said, you know, really talk to everyone. But like this whole coming together of of people, um, it was really beautiful to see because you know we're all from different parts of the country, but we're all like united for this movement that we know is inevitable to take over, and so. Um, I thought it was really dope. Uh, it was really impactful to talk to, to Luis because some of the things he said were like really, really like hit to, to some of the things that I've been like looking at in terms of how we impact our communities. And so after that, you know, just really going into deep conversation with people like Babelito and Fabi about, you know, the work that we're doing and how that can how that can, you know, become a, a specific type of synergy that we'll create. And then, you know, even Las Cafecitas over in Boston and Shout everybody. Out, yeah, for real. We're going up there. We're swinging through. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't get it twisted. But it was really dope. And, like, really, you know, as, as much as we are unique to what we're doing in our, in our individual respect, like the, the line of work that each one of us does, um, we're all, like, on the same page we're in terms of... In all on the same page of like what this movement really represents and so that's what's cool to see because you know as, as much as we talk about on this podcast in terms of representation or the things that we do or how we've struggled for so long in different areas of society and our lives it's dope to see so many people that are connected to different aspects of our society whether it's functioning or not mm -hmm. come together and really like work a plan and so that was really dope it was it was inspiring uh, in that regard because you know it lets us know that the work that we're doing is something yeah it's important and people are, are working with us so absolutely so shout out to the organizers <coughs> of that which will officially be podcast Stereo network one day or is already it is already so 
shout out to them for fucking doing the damn thing and we support you and appreciate you so much thank you for everything y'all are doing and will continue to do so that is our fourth guest video recap hope you enjoyed it i know it's a lot um <laughs> before we finish the show i wanted everybody to give a, me their favorite quince story because this is our quinceanera and we had padrinos, we had the vars. Like, tell me a little something, something. Cool. And do I have to wow, start? Wow, he said cool. Okay, we won't do it. It's no, fine. we can. We I can just, delete the whole episode. I didn't think that I would be the one to start. You are. You're a quinceanero. Quinceanero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my favorite quince story is like every quince experience I had. So it was really funny. My oldest brother rest in power, would always make a joke with my mom and say, damn, you should make business cards for Ralph and Justin. Bruh, were they like, y'all were like the key to We were literally money? like every <laughs> weekend, we, or, or like two days a week for like a number of years, we were at, oh, vamos ir al ensayo de tal. I'm done. Oh, vamos I should seen this. Yeah, and so we were like, we were in so many quinces, but every one of them was dope. It was cool and like. Whose was you your know, favorite though? Let's start a battle. Oh, I don't know if I had a favorite. Oh, boo, I had a favorite. Yeah. But no, it was cool because, like, and so, you know, my brother, he would always make those jokes. Like, man, you you keeping him working. And so he would make jokes like that and then say, you know, you should just buy the tux because as many times Bruh. as y'all fools are renting them, like, y'all would have paid three or four tuxes already. But, um, yeah, we we stood up in a lot of quinces, so... Uh, that I need to see these favorite. pictures. <laughs> nah. Please, I'll, hard, I'll show you mine. That's or a hard I'll ask Sandra. Ding. She'll probably help me. <laughs> I wonder if Sandra... I don't know if Sandra... I bet Sandra could help me. Please help me, Sandra. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Okay. <laughs> so that's hysterical. I will see these images one day. I, I know I will. Nah. Patch, you want to share your favorite quince uh, story? <clears throat> do you I was have a favorite quince story? Were yeah, you in any quinces? I had my own quince. I know, but you weren't in any... No, I wasn't her cousin Ophelia's quinceanera. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was I really little, that. but, like, yeah. I don't know. I, You know me. I was really shy, and I wasn't much of a dancer when I was a teenager. Really? No. No. I, like, dance a little more now, but even then, it's still, like, okay, I've reached my max. But I think that <laughs> I don't know. This is my max. <laughs> max right amount of dancing for the day. Oh, Lord. Go on, go but on. Anyways, um... <laughs> I might, I don't know. I think it's funny that I still laugh at the fact that my dress was inspired by Princess Diaries. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was the Y'all, she was serious. Her, like, we legit went, Princess Diaries. Yes. Legit. If you she look up her dress, I will put a side-by-side of our picture Listen, and the dress. She took the VHS. Oh, I'm not hating. It was a good movie. She it was a great but, movie. Well, good. Okay, well, good, not great. You don't understand. Princess Diaries <laughs> means a lot to us. But she took the VHS movie to the... Hair salon. This and woman she did hair like, and I can do it. You're lying. You're lying. I'm right. not. Yeah. She took the God. movie too. Yeah. I took the, so I could show her <laughs> the picture of the dress. In true Pat we fashion. We even put on, I think we even put on the movie for her to like yeah, see a duh, clip of it. That's how she was going to yeah, watch so it. Yeah, so we showed her. Mira, I'll let rewind para que vea. Es allí, allí. I think we still have the VHS at home. So yeah, I got that. And then my the venue that I ended up choosing for my salon, you want to know why my selling point was? Because Britney Spears was hanging out there to play with her. Bowling in a couple of weeks. No, it was that day because it was before the tour. Or the, before Spears? the tour, they went there to the play. The Britney Spears. Don't let me be the last to know Britney Spears. Oh, my God. Please. At the Bronco Bowl. Rest in peace. Shout out, uh, Bronco Bowl. You know that, Bronco Bowl. <laughs> Bronco Bowl. Hey. So, yeah, 
together. Oh, your kids. Oh, you was balling. No. Y'all was balling. I don't think so. No, we Maybe mom was doing okay. You're saying okay all these time. words that I didn't grow up with, like VHS and. <laughs> Shut up. You didn't have VHS movies. No, well, we did at the library. I would see them from afar and be like, Stop. what are those? Making us sound rich. I'm not saying y'all are rich. I'm just saying y'all were balling. No, we weren't. So yeah, so, yeah, we had my quinceanera there. And I, only, so, and I only had chambalanes, no damas. And so how long, did, how long did y'all rent the horse and carriage for? Or? We didn't do all that, boo. I we, thought you had... We oh, had the okay. Bronco Bowl, not the Broncos themselves. Oh, okay. You had Grupo Bronco? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, Dang. my quinceanera was there. I got in trouble multiple times for going to the arcade because that's what I wanted to do on my quinceanera. I wanted to play video games instead of dancing with everyone. What a nerd. <laughs> I didn't want to dance with my padrinos. I wanted to go dancing <laughs> in the arcade again <laughs> Yeah. They gave her la última muñeca. She wanted a Nintendo. Like, no. I, I wanted Nintendo. Want threw it back at me. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my story. Um, I fucking loved being in quinceañeras. I was only in like three. That's probably oh, still a lot. Well, was, count your lucky stars. You weren't in 15 <laughs> like me. Um, I didn't have a quinceañera. I took a trip, whatever. I'll talk about that later one day if you care. I don't know. Um, but stop. So. Okay, one of my, it's not my favorite, but I think it was like, it's weird because I used to have really bad anxiety as a kid and I didn't <clears> know. And so like one of the times I got over my anxiety for a really long time was Pat Quinceanera. I was so anxious. I didn't eat the whole day and it's not like I was a skinny kid. So like my mom's like, why aren't you eating? And I couldn't eat because I was so anxious. I would thought had, I was going to throw up and I had to carry Pat's. Like, like shoes like to her, her. Right? That I was yeah. From like my kids to my tacones. Yeah, you know yeah. she got to become a woman. Where the <laughs> tacones real quick. Tacones, tacones. Why does he tacon? That's like Talcon. the powder. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, los tacones de Tijuana. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so I um was walking up with her shoes, and I was nervous. I didn't eat. I'm telling you, like I was fucking nervous all day. Like I was yeah. torturing myself about this walk I had to make from the fucking Bronco Bowl door to the fucking center of the stage. Yeah. And I'm carrying the pillow, and I'm, like, walking all slow. I'm, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. It fucking, the shoe falls down. My yeah. world was over. Oh, I man. dropped the shoe. No. And I picked it up. I was, like, I made a face, like, mm, like I fucked up. And oh. then I just kind of laughed, and everybody started laughing, so I felt like shit a little bit. But uh -huh. I was, like, well, the worst has happened. I did it. Let's do <laughs> and it. And then my anxiety went away for, like, ten years. So, like, uh -huh. drop a shoe at a quinceanera, and your anxiety's <laughs> oh, cured. Oh, <snap>. You <laughs> want me to find another no, but it's so weird because I think of that now and I'm like, oh my God, that's when my anxiety stopped for a really long yeah. time. But it's like a silly story, but it's also like an overcoming story for me yeah. <laughs> because it's like I made a mistake and that's part of my perfectionism. Okay. Drag me again. I talked about it last week, but it is okay. Like I fucked yeah. up and I was okay. And so my anxiety kind of subsided for a while. Yeah. Um, so good. it's just a funny story. But besides <clears throat> that, like I was in several quinceaneras. I had a lot of fun. Shout out Cassie. Uh, she had a really fun one. I helped like choreograph a lot of the dances and I was really involved with her. So it felt like mine because I was her best friend at the time. So it was really cool. And I just liked being in them because I liked to dance. And quinceaneras are fucking fun. Fun things. Invite me to your quinceaneras. I'll go there with a present your and prima everything. Quince, I'm fucking into quinceaneras. They're my fave. Sobrina quince, let us know. <sighs> So that is our favorite Kinsa story. Now we can do a quick self-care corner and wrap up this fucking show because it's gone on way too fucking long. Hope you're still with me. 
Um, self-care corner. You might take a guess. I've talked about it quite a bit this week. Um, it's basically to do that one thing that makes you feel happy. I don't know what it is. Hopefully it's not harmful to you. But my one thing that no matter what in the world is fucking happening or what's happening to myself personally, anytime I do this and I have, I'm with good people and good music, I'm, I'm in heaven. Like you can ask Pat, Rafa probably recognizes it now, (laughs) but when I go dancing, it's like the one time I feel happy. Like I just let go and I just have fun and I just party and I celebrate and I just do my thing. And so I don't, when I'm like not feeling good, I don't want to do it, but sometimes you got to push yourself and say, no, I should go do this thing because it puts me in a happy mood. And like, maybe it won't work every time, but like this weekend we danced a shit ton and I felt amazing every single time because I was just doing what I want. Who cares how you dance or how you look? Just do your fucking thing. Dancing is so liberating and you get to express yourself with your fucking body. Like, how amazing is that? It's really powerful. Even though people feel like they can't dance, who cares? Do what you want. You're amazing, sweetie. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Uh, so go dancing. Try something out that you wouldn't normally do. Um, or just do that one thing that really makes you feel happy. Um that is our self-care corner. I didn't sing it, did I? You didn't, but you wrapped it up with the... I wrapped it up with the it. The jingle. Ding. <laughs> Ooh, that was weird. Uh, so, our brown business of the week is someone we've been wanting to do for a while now, actually. Salsa. That was a ding, wasn't it? It I'm was a ding. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> our brown business of the week is Salsa for President. Woo. They are fucking rad. They're in the valley, correct? McAllen. McAllen, Texas. They, we first saw them when we saw those Make America Oats. Oh, tacos, uh, taco trucks in every corner. Taco Ma- trucks in every corner. And Make Salsa Spicy, and make again. Salsa spicy again. Were some of their first shirts. Pat bought us one. And I was like, damn, this is funny. This They were on this really quick. It was after all that crazy campaign shit. And they've been killing it ever since. Um, just really great work. Body positivity. Body positive. All, all of it. I Very need all their clothes. Everything. Super dope Latinx clothing and wear, and they're just killing it. They got shirts that say "Fuck Columbus." They got shirts that say "Puro Pinche Hustle." They have Callejera shirts. There's one that says "Barbacoa" and it's in the Barbie font. How fucking brilliant is that? Like, this is art. It's great. Support Salsa for President. You can find them on Instagram. They're also at www.salsaforpresident.bigcartel.com slash. Um, just slash. Maybe it's just .com. Let me not add the slash. Um, but they're really great. It says here, Cositas para toda la banda. 100% cotton, 0% racist. So, like, what more could you ask for? Um, support Salsa for President. A... Uh, Latinx woman owned shop and it's really great and I'm probably going to go shopping for Black Friday so <laughs> do that that's up for president support local business support or local small business taxes not taxes Texas businesses um finally our next De Coco events wow this sounds like a really long episode I'm so sorry y'all are we okay are we still here um first 
huge, <clears throat> ginormous shout out to all our new Cali friends and family, listeners, supporters. It was so nice to meet you all and receive your energy. We hope to continue participating in events like Podcasterio in the future and even making them happen here in Dallas, hopefully soon. We have some exciting announcements, actually. There is something we already planned out. We ain't going to tell y'all just yet, but next year's going to be, it's going to be special. So if you're looking to come support us or hang out with us anytime soon, we always have something going on at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. So come by to any of their events. I don't know how many are left for the rest of this year, but there should be a few more. Um, we also just go to shows and events, and you can find us at those, probably drinking and complaining about something. <laughs> and dancing. Also dancing. Um, we, you can find us at things like the Tigers from the North coming up. We will be there. This episode won't be out until after. <laughs> Why are you making that face at me? Because you said North coming up, but when they hear, I didn't know you were yeah, going to say that. I'm smooth. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, however, as the year is coming to a close, we figured we'd chill out a little bit and start planning more for next year. Thus, we announce our final De Colores Collective event for the year, which is... Say it, Rafa. Buenas! Con? De Coco. Buenas con De Coco. That will take place Wednesday, December 13th at 7 p.m. here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center here in... Why are you laughing now? What did I do? Because you said here at the Cultural Center. you didn't say here at the Cultural Center, but now you said here at the Cultural Center, and we're not at the Cultural Don't <laughs> tell anybody, Rafa. Now you exposed me. I'm, well, no. Are it's you trying we're, to def- like, I'm not. We're, we're recording here at the Decolota Studios in Deep Ellum, so oh, I didn't God. know that we had... People are going to think we're like Big Baller Brand, and we're not. Hey, don't associate us with Big Baller Brand. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. God, this got mad serious. <laughs> Anyways, it'll take place in Dallas, Texas at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. We're not there. Rafa exposed me. <laughs> I'm sorry. So we will be playing Loteria. We'll have pan con chocolate and other yummy snacks. And I wrote that in the script as snacks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was a title. <laughs> no, I knew it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Thank you, Rafa, for understanding me. I apparently don't want to my sister. <sighs> Been trying to tell you that. Anyways, this is getting weird. Uh, find the event on Facebook and come celebrate with us like familia. As always, feel free to share stuff with us. We love spreading the word for our community because the coco is about you too, hunty. Yes. Okay, so finally, it is time for... <laughs> Take it away, Patrick. Oh, man. I mean, Patch. Oh, let me go through my 15 who you got. I, I didn't actually, like... Have got? something recent. I thought, okay, I'm going to go ahead and shout this band out because Will You Be My Friend told us about them, gave them a shout out during the Kuko show, and I've been listening to them nonstop since then. Uh, Luna Luna from Oak Cliff, y'all. Oh, word, yeah. Uh, they definitely have the same similar sound. They've been doing some local shows, so hopefully I can catch them one day. But, yeah, that's who I've got at the moment. That's who yeah. I've got. That's who I've got because I'm reading, like, 5,000 books, <clears> and <throat> I don't have anything else to give. Okay, so before I tell you who I got, I need to preface it. So you kind of alluded to it, but it was something different. So, like, from this past weekend in L.A., 
Oh my god, like, I think I, I know who it is. I fell in love. Like love is real and wow, it happened. Wow, you guys heard it here first. It it happened this weekend. <laughs> and so, okay, so a quick back uh, so we got to meet a lot of really cool people and I have to give a huge shout out to Emmanuel because he made the introduction and he introduced me to this person who I realized that I'm destined to share the rest of my life with. And Stop. it was <laughs> I'm done. So we're getting ready to roll out, right? We're rolling out to the Selena Star. Favi's yeah. like, hey, we got some room with um or he's telling his friends, Do y'all have room in the car? And they're like, Yeah, we have room for two more. So Eva and I are like, hey, let's roll with them. And so um <laughs> Emmanuel and Cynthia, Didi. Didi. And so uh, we roll out with them or whatever. And so, like, we're in the rigmarole of trying to get situated in the car and connecting the Bluetooth <laughs> and the GPS. A ver dónde vamos. Not buckling because it's Yeah, and hell. then so he starts to play a song, and then it sounds dope, and then he goes to the next one, and then we're all like, wait, what was that? And so he goes back to it, and so we're, like, sitting there chilling. We're like, okay, okay. <laughs> and then by the end of this song, maybe this is just my memory. No. We're, like, right. wilding out. I was like, holy shit, who is this? Great. And so, like, I'm screen dropping on his phone, trying to look at the dad, see who it is. So I end up pulling the name. It's Harina De Marco. She's from East Live. She's only got, like, five or six songs. I look at her SoundCloud. I know her whole life story because she's the love of my life, obviously. Wow, this escalated quickly. You escalated in love real quickly. But now I'm in love. WCE. Okay. Um, I'm also in love with But, her. no, yeah, so her music was really <laughs> dope. So the song that we heard was STFU. It was really dope. Had a really it's like, fucking great. yeah, it had a really like, had a really like amped up vibe. But then I heard some of the other stuff that she had, and so there's a song that she did in like 2013, and so it's called "Spell on You." But if Biggie fans listen to it, they'll recognize Bruh. the sample. And I'm gonna play just a quick second Damn, of it for you. he really is in love. I think I'm in love. Uh oh, Biggie fans. Yeah. So I was sold. So, game over. Game over. I'm done. He believes in love, folks. I do. I, I Just found in time for the holidays. Harina. Yeah. No, but for real, if you do get to check out her music, do it. She's got a SoundCloud. She's on iTunes. That video spell on you is so dope. Um, it's one of those artists where you're like, man, this is a voice that we need. Yeah. Her music is super dope. And fun. she's like intricately involved with what her music is not just like oh give me a beat and i'm gonna write to it no like visual direction all of that stuff and just so li like, i like just listen to so we need to bring her to fuck dallas. Up. <clears throat> it's amazing yeah no she'll be in dallas soon we'll, we'll make that happen Ooh. so so that was did I, that, so that meant it was that real. Meant, that means it's real <laughs> i considered doing that person myself but i think <laughs> <laughs> not come wrong on. come on i'm also <laughs> in love with her no i'm just kidding um so my who you got is a pretty well known duo at this point, but I see. I thought my Paquita one was like kind of dumb and well known, but like shout out to my person that People was like, you up, right? "Yo, you saving lives with this fucking who you got." So I'm gonna tell y'all someone else in case y'all didn't know. So I feel like the mo like the majority of y'all know them. Fucking one, Jesus Imero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've been rocking with these guys several years for like probably four years. Mm -hmm. um, I sometimes I'm a fuckboy myself, right? So I like fuckboy shit sometimes, and I thank you for admitting that. I, I I'm very honest. Thank you. 
Oh, you were just keeping it inside? It was building up or what? I, I just appreciate you saying that. I love my honesty. Can you do the same? <laughs> I'm not a fuck boy, Okay, so. well, anyways. So, <laughs> I, you know. I what? I get haircuts every week. What's wrong with that? <laughs> That's another discussion. I'm not even going to address Let's it. Say, I didn't even say anything. That's the main reason you call me a fuck boy, because I get a haircut every Calm week. Calm down. Nobody's getting mad at you, mijo. Calmate. <laughs> it's okay. Where's the tissue at? I'm out of here. Your own place? <laughs> You're like, I'm leaving. Uh, yeah. Um, just kidding. We're at the Oakland Cultural Center. So oh, like yeah, we're at right. the Deep Ellum Studio. Yeah. Um, basically, Jesus and Miro, I've been into <coughs> them since probably my sophomore year of college. They had a show on Complex prior to Bodega Boys. I mean, it was basically Bodega Boys, but they had fucking a web series with Complex. They had their little... They'd bring up topics and they'd talk about them and then they'd bring people in and they'd talk to them and it was just fucking hysterical. So they're obviously two little, like, fuckboys from the Bronx, but they're they're funny and they mean well and um, they're just great. It's a black male and a Latino male and they're just fucking great together and they're beautiful and they're funny and they're kind of my escape a lot of times because I go home and I'm like stressed out and exhausted and I want to laugh at something. Um, and so I always put it on and shout out by slam.com because your girl don't have that cable, but it's just a really fun show. Um, they also have a podcast called Bodega Boys and that's really funny too. If you're more interested in the visuals though, you can watch the TV show on Viceland.com. There's lots of shit on YouTube as well. If you're not into them, which I think the majority of you are, it's a, they're just a lot of fun if you just need some characters to watch. Um, and enjoy yourself and just keep it real. They are a lot of fucking fun. I love Jesus and Miro, so that's my who you got for the week. Now it is time for us to wrap it up. Always wrap it up, right? Right. Muchas. <laughs> Rafa didn't say ding. I, know, I, was, I was waiting on him. What you doing? Why are you Sorry. so busy? Anyways. Muchas gracias for listening to our quinceanera episode of The Colores Radio. Sing, 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 sing. Let me play it. Let me quit playing. <laughs> um, signing off from the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. We <coughs> hope you learned a little something with us. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us a... Say it, Pat. Darn review. We need the reviews. I need to start paying the bills. Get us a sponsorship. Do some things. Share it with a friend or whoever you want to. Let your us know what your favorite part was. Yeah. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone you love to follow us at De Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at... Exile. <laughs> I don't talk like that. Exile. <laughs> and Pat at Pat.Ergine <laughs> on Instagram. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at thecolorescollective at gmail.com. And thank you so much again for listening and join us again next time Yo. on Decolores Radio. Decolores Radio. De 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 De